You're listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Bill Broach and Anthony Owen, co-founders of Safe Money Radio Marketing and regular contributors to ThinkAdvisor and other industry publications. Bill is a $100-plus million annuity producer, co-founder of Annuity.com, and an internet branding and reputation expert. Anthony has helped agents and advisors across the country achieve annuity production premiums in excess of $20 million per year, and is president of Annuity Agents Alliance and Annuity Innovation Systems. Each week, Bill and Anthony update you on the annuity business with marketing, sales process, and case design strategies based on actual practice, not theory. Notes for this week's podcast can be found at annuityagentsalliance.com. This podcast is for licensed financial professional use only. Hey, welcome everybody and thanks thanks for uh, joining us this morning and uh, off we go again. <coughs> Starting off, uh, it's going to be, uh, I think, a terrific year for everybody. And uh, the reason I know that is because I read Kiplinger yesterday, and I sent it out to everybody. I know if you're on my list, I have uh, my author's list and my friend's list, and uh, I sent everyone on that a copy of it. And Kiplinger, which is a publication that started in the early 1960s, is a a long-term trusted financial source and uh, our target market, if they don't read it, they have read it. And uh, lo and behold, you should read the article that came out yesterday. You should. Uh, you can call Kiplinger, by the way, and that you can buy uh, copies of this They'll, with their their are the article that's on about fixed index annuities, and uh, they'll send it to you with their their little head thing. You have to go down with their heading on. You have to go down to the bottom of a Kiplinger of the article and find it and, and, and search around the website. You can, you can find however you produce it. But basically it said the world has finally found us and they're recommending it uh, in this article and the, the article's written recommended. So it's a, it's a, it's a really big deal. Everybody on this call should be, have multi copies of this baby and hand it out as we go along. So before I start, Anthony, are you on the call yet? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, why I had a hard time getting logged in for some reason. <laughs> okay. Why don't you start out on that? And then I, I'm going to talk about Bitcoin, but why don't you talk about the, the Mexico trip and all that stuff? Yeah, so um, we're going back to Mexico. Had a great trip uh, last year in December that was delayed from uh that was supposed to happen in May and the weather was just amazing uh, i mean one of the best trips we've ever done and uh that's that's hard to say when it's mexico cuz just about everybody's been there but it it, it, was, it was amazing so we are going to do that again a short qualification period january through september and uh then we'll uh go in December. Only two million dollars to qualify, all inclusive, go into Riviera Maya, which is uh 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 next to Cancun and I've been there twice. Super nice place, white beaches, air temperature is gonna be in the mid seventies, eighties, lower. It's gonna be gonna be great though. Hope you 
you'll join okay. us. Yeah, and and explain about the the Orlando project to you. Oh yeah, so we're doing a conference in Orlando for anybody interested in radio. If you uh, qualify for that, uh, look at your notes for a place to register, and then uh, or request in more information, and we'll uh, get to you on that. Yeah. Um, but you know, all of our agents last year that killed it, and many of them did much better than they did in 2019. Pretty much all of them were on the radio. It's and we've been doing it since 2009, so it's it's a no-brainer if, if you're capital. It works. It works. Great marketing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Secret to radio, of course, finding the right slot, being able to have the cover the cost on it. But it, it just works like a charm. And uh, one of these days, I'll get uh, Lyle or somebody on here, and we'll talk more about radio. But today, we're going to talk a little bit about something I really don't know much about. But Anthony pulled a ton of links out, and if you really are interested, there's the internet is jam full of everything you can think about when it comes to the topic of Bitcoin. So if you're on the notes, you can see that uh, on the 19th at 12.09, Bitcoin is worth $37,320 per Bitcoin. This, this morning when I looked, it was down to 32000 So that's all in just a few short days. And what does that mean? That means volatility. So if you don't know what you're doing, Bitcoin, <laughs> and if you buy Bitcoin, you probably don't know what you're doing. Uh, I've first been aware of Bitcoin since 2010. Uh, my son, uh, Casey, was active in this and bought Bitcoin early. Uh, it's really a, a blockchain system. If you don't know what a blockchain system, it's a way of connecting information. Bitcoin has, uh, there'll only be 21 million of them, and they're, I think they're harvested. They're harvested by adding on to the bit, to the blockchain by adding on transactions. Uh, if you know more than that, then you, if, if you, if your information is more developed than what I just said, and you absolutely know more than I do about it. Uh, mining. You know, so what they do is, uh, this will be the fourth time, they, they slow down the mining of it, the harvesting of it, which is building the blockchain, to extending it out. And when there's 21 million, that is all there is. And you can Google it and find out all sorts of information about it. In 2010, when Casey started talking to me about it, if you put $1,000 in it, It'd be worth 285 million now. The problem was, is how do you sell it? How do you buy it? It was very confusing. That system is being modernizing right now. Uh, Coinbase, which is uh, in the, here in the Bay Area, is uh, handles that. Uh, Mass Mutual just invested uh, into a uh, uh, brokerage house that does this, and J.P. Morgan now is handling uh, Bitcoin. So there's lots, lots of ways to do it. You can buy. You can buy one, let's say I think it's one one thousandth of a Bitcoin. I think you can go down that far. Some very little number on it. And so, uh, just for, for announcement, I own one Bitcoin. So that's my little boy into this sort of thing. Uh, so the thing is about Bitcoin is what's it for? You know, if you think about it, if it's kind of like gold, if you have gold, what's uh, you know, remember the, the Oracle of Omaha. He said, "What? What does it create jobs? Does it? Can you eat it? And all that stuff." Uh, we're talking about gold, and uh, the answer is no. And not, to me, Bitcoin is kind of the same way. I wish I knew more about it. I wish I understood it, but I don't. 
uh, Mass Mutual on top of that, which is a 169-year-old mutual company based in Springfield, Massachusetts, about six, seven weeks ago invested $100 million into Bitcoin. So they believe in it. And you all remember the movie with the Winklevoss twins. They, uh, they now have billions and billions and billions of dollars of Bitcoin. So uh, there is obviously some value going to derive from it if it's not just value of trading back and forth. There are places that are taking Bitcoin. Uh, I have not verified this, but I saw it in the news that Amazon is going to start taking Bitcoin for sales. And the Carolina Panthers of the NFL uh, allow their players to be paid in Bitcoin. So there are other uh, sources coming. If you happen to ever go to Canada, you can go to an ATM in Canada, withdraw money from your your Bitcoin account. So it's it's... It's coming mainstream, I suppose. I have tons and tons of questions about Bitcoin. I, I didn't even address many of them publicly uh, last year on Open Mic because, frankly, I don't really know that much about it. Uh, if you're on the notes, there are just tons of links. And uh, YouTube things, everything you want to know, both both pro and, and, and con about it. So my son invested $50 in Bitcoin. And that at one time bought him 33 bitcoins. He has traded it and moved some over to it called Bitcoin Cash. I don't know what that is, but he has 20, 20 coins left. And he is not going to sell till it reaches $145,000. So that $145,000, uh, he didn't make that up. That actually came from projection done by J.P. Morgan. So that's what I know about it. Uh, if you look at the chart I included on this, I was searching for things that might visually explain it. Uh, it's considered to be in an extreme bubble. Uh, so from an investment standpoint, uh, that means it probably doesn't have the stability, but who knows. Underneath that, there's lots and lots of links. And uh, there's lots of podcasts. You go to any of the podcast service and you can learn all about it through the Winklevoss twins and, and all that sort of stuff. So it's uh, should you invest it? Yeah, if you've got some extra money and it, and if it you can stand the volatility of it and you think you can invest money that's you're not you're still going to eat, you're still going to take care of your family, you still got money for uh, retirement coming, you want to play with something? Hey, it's a pretty good. I, I I have fun. I look at it every day and see if I how much more I've made or how much more I've lost on it. And uh, but. It is not for retirement money, and it is not for money that has to be there. And uh, I, I just don't – I just would oppose it. So anyway, I think I've got a couple more things up on it too. But I wanted to jump back to Anthony and, and Anthony explain this, uh, uh, how, how you get around this. We're, we're through talking about Bitcoin. I'm going to bring it up a minute in, in a minute on another little topic. I think I've got a little bit more on it. But uh, talk about the Guggenheim and the, the income right. Let's get back to reality. Okay. Yeah, so Guggenheim has a limit, um, and we're only bringing this up because a, a lot of our guys sell uh, Guggenheim. It was our been our number one selling product for probably the last four four years or so. Um, but there is a million dollar limit on the income rider, and uh, that's mainly because of reinsurance contracts. Because it is an increasing income rider, even after you turn on income, um, the the income can continue to go up uh, without any decrease in payout percentages. Then uh, there is a one million dollar limit. We can get exceptions on that, um, but. 
you know, it is a and it is a cumulative limit. So if you have one client, it is per client uh, and a cumulative. So if they have say five different policies and they all add up to a million, you're fine. But if those five policies add up to 1.1, then that fifth policy will have to get approval to go over that one million. Um, and uh, just something to be aware of uh, when you're writing that. But we have lots of other carriers, so we can always ladder. Yeah, lots of others. Do some other, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I moved down to a question from uh, under sales tools, a question from a, a, a really, really good friend of ours and been with us a long, long time, and uh, I didn't get permission to use his name, so I won't, but this is a real, real solid guy. And I thought, I got to thinking about this question. I got thinking, you know, I do get odd questions or questions that that, that uh, would seem that that we would all know the answer to. And I got, I was wondering how, why in the world uh, I would get questions like this. And and it has to do with, I think, it has to do with people uh, promoting uh, other things to sell, like precious metals and gold, and trying to scare people and trying to and rumors start and so on and so forth. And with the internet, my gosh, how many how many messages do you trash every day in your email account? It's just unbelievable. And so anyway, he asked about this uh, his questions about uh, Cyprus. Remember the island of Cyprus when uh, everybody's money disappeared on it, and so. You know, are fixed our money in our bank accounts? Are they are they fair game? Or money in annuities or other life insurance products are are they fair game? And and what are we are we in our products? How do we become an unsecured creditor if we're in the bank? So look, it's simple. Uh, the, there are about ten bank figures a year in the United States, and they all uh, fall under the FDIC rules. So you can be an unsecured creditor in a bank failure, if you have assets in that bank, that particular bank that are in, ex, uh, in excess of FDIC. So that's just common. Everybody would know that. But that doesn't mean you're not you're going to lose your money. No one ever loses money on these deals because what FDIC does is they bring in, or, or the banking regulation part of the federal government brings the FDIC in for the guarantees, but then they, they find someone to buy the assets on it. So even if you're in excess, the chances of losing your money probably are, are very small because that bank, and no one wants bank failures, that bank is absorbed into other banks. Now, here's the thing about it. The banks that, they're, that are going to buy it, they really don't have anything to say about it. The FDIC forces them to do it, and they just absorb, uh, absorb them into the system. So, yes, you could be an unsecured creditor. Do you think you'd ever lose your money as a, for money over FDIC? Probably not, but it is considered an unsecured creditor. So you have to go to your limits. If you're married or if you have different accounts, what's my FDIC system? So it's a simple thing, and uh, it's being run by people that don't want banks to fail, and so on and so forth. They're mixed into this question, though, uh, and I thought this was interesting, having to do with uh, uh, how systems are guaranteed, not guaranteed, was a question having to, having to do with annuities. How do we go about protecting those? And, and it got mixed in with the term bankruptcy, uh, having to really talking about bankruptcy. And so we're talking about two things here, money that is uh, unsecured, 
money that in, in annuities, of course, and, and life insurance fall under the state guarantee system because they're state regulated. But then there's bankruptcy, and there are asked, there are ways uh, state specific that money in an annuity can be protected, and that you have to go to the specific state. I went to Texas this morning and had a look uh, on their on their thing, and it looks to me like uh, all the money in an annuity in Texas looks like it's exempt from bankruptcy, as is a residence. You have to follow the residence rules, which are on in NOLO, which is the uh, research arm for the the American Bar Association, that has it all in there. In Washington State, it's $250 per month payout from an annuity is exempt. If you're getting $300, $50 of it isn't. So it's state-specific. But don't be sucked into these things and afraid of these things because these are these are completely different things. Look, we have FDIC. We got the FDIC covering to make sure that someone else has to absorb that those pro, those losses and they make them absorb them. And then we got the state guarantee system. You know, these funds are pretty pretty darn pretty darn safe and uh, everything is state specific. So I went to Nolo. By the way, you should. Always have that on your uh, available for questions. Uh, I have it bookmarked on my computer, NOLO, and our annuity exempt in bankruptcy. There, you click on that, so on and so forth. So, don't worry about this. These these questions come up because someone is hustling and trying to convince somebody to invest in something else, and they're doing nothing but pointing fear at our stuff. That's just silly. So anyway. The rabbit hole of success, Anthony. I don't know if I've read through here. <laughs> the video. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm not I, sure. I canceled my, I canceled my cable a couple years ago, and I've become a YouTube addict in in the meantime. And uh, I was listening to a video by Kevin O'Leary uh, this last weekend or so, and the link to that is posted on these notes. There, it's a really good listen, uh, and I'd encourage all of you to listen. But you know. Um, so the rabbit hole of success, you know, two things that I've, um, Kevin talks about and I've seen through other uh, very successful entrepreneurs and something that I kind of accidentally discovered in my life on the path to um, becoming more successful in my business. You know, when I, when I started this business, I had no intention of, making a lot of money. It, it wasn't a goal of mine, didn't cross, didn't even take up an ounce of thought in my head. I, my main motivation, as a lot of people heard me say, was to get out of the corporate world, um, have the freedom to fail or succeed um, based on the decisions I made, and to replace my corporate income so I never had to go back and have a job. And so yeah. I never got into business to make money. I got into business for freedom. And, you know, I think a lot of you out there probably can relate to that. You know, you're, a lot of your corporate dropouts or, you know, didn't fit into the corporate arena or maybe retired from a corporate, needed something else to do, and and you didn't get into this business to, to make money. You get in, got into this business to have freedom. And along the way, uh, you know, we started in life insurance. Um, I just, I, I started to really buy into how I was benefiting people's lives 
and that can become very quickly relevant and noticeable in life insurance if you have a client die, right? Because if they die, you get to see how that life insurance works real quickly and how their family would have been devastated financially had you not been there to sell that policy. And so, you know, two things that I take away from this video and from things that I've done in my own business is you have to have, your business has to be bigger than yourself. You can't be about you. It can't be about your riches and your glory and your fame. It has to be about finding problems um, and solving problems for people and uh, and having something bigger than yourself. Uh, because otherwise, if it's all about you, it's just going to become an empty shell that you live in, and it's not going to be satisfying. And the money comes. You know, if if you focus on other people and you solve their problems, the money will come. But if that's your focus, then uh, you can't take it with you, and it's going to become an empty shell um, that you live yeah. in. And that sounds pretty doom and gloom, but, um, you know, I've seen money hurt people. And it usually hurts people because the money becomes more important to them than other things. And, uh, you know, so how do you, how do you make this business work? You know, based on the video, uh, I broke it down into really three different skill levels that you have to have. One is the technical skill. That means you become an expert in every single possible thing that you can become an expert in or work with experts that have the information you need to be able to provide uh, your clients. For example, we have uh, a uh, an expert tax, Social Security, long-term care, med, sup, you know, you name it. Yeah. Uh, Heather yeah. Schreiber on Retainer that just, you know, anything we need to ask, she knows the answers to. Um, and then you have to become an expert salesperson. If you can't compel people to act, you're not going to be able to do your job. You know, and back to the life insurance thing, if I can't compel people to get life insurance, then when I walk out that door without a successful sale, um, that family the next day could be completely devastated, and that's my fault because I didn't have the sales skills to compel someone to act. And then three, having the business skills to hold it all together. You know, if you can't, if you can't, uh, if you don't know the numbers of your business, if you don't know how business works, if you can't create efficiency, if you don't know how to uh, reallocate capital to grow your business, uh, then uh, it can fall apart that way too. So those three skills, and then there's some other things on the bottom as far as, um, you know, knowing your business pitch, being able to define your business, and probably the most as I was listening to uh Kevin, one of the things that really probably the most one of the one of the most important phrases that popped into my head um that I think everybody should just drill into their business uh that when you're meeting with a client, you're compelling clients that they should invest in your version of their future. Think about that for a second. Yeah, it's a good one. You're compelling clients that they should invest 
in your version of their future. That's some pretty heavy stuff there. And it's not, it's a big ask, right? It's a big ask for them to invest in your version of their future. So you better have your stuff together. You better have your ducks in a row because you're asking them to base their future on your recommendations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and know your numbers was kind of the third thing down there. You know, you got to yeah, know how yeah. your business Good. works. So Good watch stuff. that video. I, I think it's yeah. uh, a lot to learn from it. And then the PPP second round is for the self-employed. Have you looked at filling those out, Anthony? Yeah, there's some qualifications. So you have to you have to experience, I think, a 25 percent uh, negative result in one quarter of last year to qualify for it. Um, okay. And uh, personally, I didn't experience that, so I'm not applying yeah. for it. But if you, if you can show that you had a negative quarter last year in comparison to 2019, amongst other yeah. potential qualification things, then it, there's a second round of PPP available. And the YouTube. Uh, yeah, talk, your, talk to your account. Talk to your account. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. You know, the main thing for us is to let you know it's yeah. available, but talk to your accountant to help help you if you're yeah. going to qualify. Uh, let me move on to a couple more things. Uh, so we talked a little bit last last week about non-forfeiture options on uh, annuities, and that's the interest rates are 1% where state-specific, and that's going to be uh, – that's – going to go down and listen we want that to happen that's that's good news for us but uh think advisor uh, allison bell who has become a friend of mine uh wrote a really good article about this and about uh, the process behind it and the thinking behind it and probably go down to 15 basis points is what generally what they're thinking from the, the national association of insurance commissions you should read it cruise through there it's a 30 second read and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm going to explain the Think Advisor thing to you. Also, we have, uh, uh, I have a, a relationship with Think Advisor. I have a really nice relationship with Allison and, uh, she has, uh, asked me to become a kind of a associate editor is not a good word, but to, uh, to help, help agents who want to uh, be involved uh, in Think Advisor would like to write for Think Advisor and to help facilitate that happening. And so I have uh, three time slots a month, uh, and uh, I also so they've also offered me a regular column. I have declined on that regular column in return to have, be able to uh, find more if more of our guys want to be involved on. So I have a little leeway on three. I could maybe get as high as four, four or five agents a month on Think Advisor. Now, why that's important is if you're on the notes, you'll see here's Lyle Bosses, and he, he doesn't care if I use his stuff. But he's already, now look, if you go to Google and you Google Lyle Boss, guess what pops up? These articles are live on the Think Advisor system for 10 years. For 10 years, and so you can be, you can now jump to a national platform and be a, an author with uh, to 
uh, on a national platform. They look at your credentials. They look at your background before they accept you on it. So I prepare a little kit for you. And you, it being an invited author is a, is really important on our system because they look at those articles. So you can write the article if you don't. Uh, these articles are different. These are uh, articles focused towards advisors. And you think, why would I want to help other advisors? Because if you get selected for Think Advisor, you are going to pop up your Internet credentials to the moon. It's just a big, big deal. And and they allow you to link back to your own personal website. So so Lyle wrote, maybe it's time to get check your risk tolerance, that sort of thing. And you read down to the article. I think I even have the link up there for it. So I'm going to read it right off Think Advisor and see how it looks. And if you go down through there, all that sort of stuff. But if you go to the bottom and you see where it says Lyle's picture, uh, you can put he has two links on there, and uh they prefer to not use your retire village site because I had too many people uh with the retire village links so you could use uh the site that that Aegis does for you or you use your own site or you could use retire village if you want. I just need to reduce that amount a little bit but uh this this gets readers uh, all over the place to have a look at. And this is really a, really a cool deal. So here's what I, reason I'm saying all this. If you are in our organization and you and you 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 go through Anthony, if Anthony says okay on it and uh, and, and go through him first, if you'd like to be a Think Advisor, I will put you in queue. We are at 23, I think 23 uh, guys and gals now who are writing for Think Advisor through this program. And uh, don't worry about writing it. We'll have to get somebody to help you write it. Uh, I edit it, and then Think Advisor edit it. So when it comes across, it's it's grammatically correct and it's well written, and you get all the credit for it. So you can go through us and uh, Anthony, David, or me, either one of us. Anthony's kind of uh, would probably be the best one to start with, and then we'll help you. And if we can get you in, we'll get you in, and then you then are what you you then. We do a press release for you announcing to the world that you have become a contributing author for Think Advisor. And Think Advisor rubber stamps that. They let me put their logo on it. So it's a big deal for everybody and happy to, happy to share. It's one of those things, that, and it's free. It doesn't cost you anything to it. Uh, I want to move down just a little bit. I seem to be talking more today than normal about debt and retirement. Look, I think this is a much bigger problem than, than I ever imagined. And it's the first thing that I do when I now uh, am involved in the fact finder. And what I say is this. Uh, let me, first of all, I say to him after a meeting, let me, let me get a quick over, overall look at your situation. And that will help me focus on where I can help you the most. And what I'm really trying to do is get to the bottom of assets and debt. And I'm finding lots and lots more more debt being carried on it. So that's uh, the article that's up here is based on a study from Boston College for the Center of Retirement Research, and it's going to be a problem. It's going to be it's going to be a, a problem. Generally, the problem lies in credit cards and out of control credit card spending. So not only that, there's other things. Good little article. You click on that thing and do it. And one of the things they're finding, and my last little point on this. Is if you if you have people who are in retirement that have uh, difficult to manage or unmanageable debt or just uncomfortable with their debt level, that is affecting their health, and there's a direct relationship to that. So this problem, by those of us who live in the fact finder world, needs to be hit head on. 
we have to be able to talk to these people, and we have to be able to because you, their health is directly affected by this. And once you find out how a person feels and someone sharing things with it, you'll find out about the health issues on it. So there's a great little there's a great little tip for you. And focus on get right out in the top. Let me have a quick overview of your situ- situation. Uh, down under under Dave, uh, I really like the article about uh, phones. You know, people insure their phones, but why don't they insure their income? Why don't they insure their life? And that's a great little chance to use your phone as a prop. I mean, talk about an easy intro into a topic. Oh, that's terrific on it. And uh, what's getting to be one of my very favorite things is this, the uh, sectarian, I think it's on there someplace. Sectarian, I marked them in red. Uh, about, uh, yeah, sectarian, sectarian. Uh, their financial professional section. They're, they're easily getting to be my favorite on it. Uh, down under Cheryl Moore, there's, uh, I highlighted the article again because it also has another article with it and the most hurting most of financial security and, uh, for senior adults and that's debt. And underneath that's all sorts of industry stuff if you want to go to there and have a look at that. Uh, I guess that's about it. Anthony, got anything else? No, that's it. Everybody have a great weekend. <laughs> David, you okay? Everything over there? Yep, all, right. all good. All right. All right, everyone. Talk to you all soon. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Bill Broach and Anthony Owen. Check back each week for a new episode. For more information on how Annuity Agents Alliance will help you build your annuity business, go to annuityagentsalliance.com or call 888-742-4368. If you like the show, please leave your rating and review on the podcast channel where you found the show. The information and opinions expressed here from third parties or guests are believed to be reliable, but the information cannot be verified or guaranteed by Annuity Agents Alliance. The opinions of guests do not necessarily represent the opinions of Annuity Agents Alliance or its partners. The prior information does not represent tax, legal, or investment advice and is for licensed financial professional use only.